time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, we have comedian, actor, activist, and playwright Melissa Dupre. Also, riding shotgun Jeannie Dugan. You don't want to miss this episode. If you haven't already, please, please, please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all that stuff, and review us too. And uh, check out our sponsors too. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at Scott at ScottShapiroLegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at ScottShapiroLegal.com. Let them know we sent you. I want to welcome our new sponsor, The Hidden Shamrock, located at 2743 North Halstead on Halstead and Diversity in Lincoln Park, Chicago. At The Hidden Shamrock, you can see live music on Saturday nights and live comedy Tuesdays and Friday nights. Check them out online, thehiddenshamrock.com, or like them on Facebook at The Hidden Shamrock. That is a great club, you guys. Check out that bar in Lincoln Park. And also go check them out for your Michigan State games and New England Patriot games. That's thehiddenshamrock.com at 2743 North Halstead in Lincoln Park. It's singles only time. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm your host. And also riding shotgun with me is... uh, Yeah, Jeannie Dugan here. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just introduce yourself? Yeah, let me just jump right in before you want to... I was going to try. I always say something kind of nice. You never There's say like anything There's like a backhanded nice. compliment. Paul, every single time Paul, I come here. Your accent gets worse every fucking time <laughs> you come on. It's like you do it intentionally to like grade on our listeners. I don't. It gets worse. If, it's because you haven't been in a classroom, I think. And now you're just stuck really? on the South Side 99% of the oh time. Oh, my God. And, you're, and the problem I have with it is Why not you because you're a lost cause. Why? But your poor kids are going to hear this. And you still can't no. say the word button. None of us have accents. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, Jeannie Dugan, it is a pleasure to, to, to see you, you again. I haven't seen you That's in a while. That's all I was looking for. I was going to say that, but you just interrupted everything. And, and this is why people don't like you. <laughs> Anyway, we're fighting again. I apologize I to know. our guests. We have a very special guest, uh, comedian, actor, activist, and playwright, Melissa Dupre. What's going on, everybody? Hey. I also have a Chicago <laughs> accent, but more on the Puerto Rican side. I see you've been slimming it on the South. Yeah, but yours is pretty. It sounds nice. It's you know pleasant what? on the ears. It's not grating like, ugh. Thank you. I do a lot of sex radio. Do you really? You mm. should. No, I'm just really bad at <laughs> You do sound like this. you could. You're like, sex radio. I'm you have a pleasant that. voice. I, I could have a Puerto Rican accent if I wanted to. <sighs> Please don't. <Yeah. laughs> Would Please. that be appropriation? Jeannie, your voice is your personality. It's, it's very you, consistent with your brand. You know, we, oh we just God. did a we just did a show together, yeah. and um, I was 
listening to your set and I came down and I was like, man, she's such a Chicago voice. Like, I love it. Like, I Melissa had, McCarthy had nothing on this, <laughs> di- on this dialogue. I had no idea I had an accent until I started doing comedy. But I do want to say this exact show, I was watching your set, loving it, and um, Patty Vasquez was there and you had mentioned being single and Patty looked at me and said she would be great for singles only. And I was like, I was already thinking that because you're such, so you're, you're taking so credit outgoing. away from, Patty. I just, who did I just say? Patty said it. But you're like, I was yeah. just thinking you couldn't said, that's a great idea. You always got to just one up. But there somebody. were three witches in the room, white right. witch, Mexican witch and Puerto Rican witch. So like black witch all together, our powers combined, <laughs> right. we manifested the shit. And I, I didn't, with you. I didn't know who you were when she said the name. I was in LA uh, when they called. Quit, quit big time in yourself, Paul. Uh, I was in LA. I don't, I don't remember meeting I was you in LA 17 times. on a hike oh, I was after LA. I just bombed a show. I was in LA. I had just uh, talked to Dane Oh, Cook see, why can't you and, talk uh, like that? See, your voice is so much more <laughs> present. But I was on there. I was like, yeah, I don't know who that is. But then as soon as I saw you, I'm like, oh, God, we've we've been on the radio with mm-hmm. us. I've seen, we've done shows. I've seen mm-hmm. your Mikey O show. So mm-hmm. it's it, great to have you. That's how you give a backhanded compliment. That's how, exactly. That's and exactly. he was setting that up too. He was like, you're no name. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course you I've opened for you. you. <laughs> Wait, how was that a back? I of course I know you. I, I mean, you've got way more credits than all of us combined. Well, so right, there's no which is why you're like I was in LA, but still, like <laughs> I don't know you. But then I looked at you. I was just like, oh, of that's course right. I know you. But I'm really bad with names. But I Same. remember when Same you were better. on the radio. We talked about your play. I remember everything. Jeannie, shut the hell up. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> My I'm just trying is, to take sides over here. Yeah. Help d- her out. Don't take, <laughs> if you take Jeannie's side, it's not good for your Can career. we get to our guest, please? Yeah. I just wanted to set the backstory. Hello. Yeah. That, yeah. You're so you amazing. Were in LA? I've seen you. <laughs> Everyone knows I was in LA. I was they out heard. there bombing in LA right <laughs> yeah. now. Just like set that story. I said bombing up top, by the way. If you listen, Jeannie, you don't listen to people. That's I mean, if he didn't like bomb in LA, he wouldn't be back here. So Yeah, That's I true. came running back right. on, a, on a red-eye flight. <laughs> so so I thank know. you for bombing so I can get my yes. final um, podcast credit because this is more important <laughs> than anything I'm doing. You're welcome. And yes, uh, uh, I was in LA. And people know that if they listen to the podcast that was on which are so people subscribe to. Why is Paul to? still talking about himself? Are you guys thinking this by Jeannie. now? Melissa, so what's what we're up, here to find out. What's up, girl? First question we have to ask Melissa yeah. now that we're here. I apologize for Jeannie's behavior. <laughs> you are single, correct? I, I am single and I am preparing for cuffing season, which cuffing is... Cuffing season. Cuffing season is right around the corner and it actually started in September and cuffing season culminates in like the grand playoffs, <laughs> which is Halloween. So that's why you have all these like slutty made costumes because it's what really the playoffs. What is cuffing season? Explain this. Cuffing season is the precursor to winter season. Okay. And cuffing season's primary goal is to get you a winter boo. And a winter boo is only somebody <laughs> to pass the winter boo okay. winter with. So like if you're in June, July, and you're still with this winter boo, you're in a relationship. Okay. So that's not how that works. It's a temporary type of relationship, the cuffing. It's Where a probationary cuffing? period. Oh, okay. Because sometimes you, it's same thing with summer boo. Summer boo is like <laughs> totally just there to go to the festivals and right. get drunk with. And then you might want to release them. Okay. Before winter boo, winter boo is a much more serious conversation because that's indoors and, yeah. and cuddling. But sometimes you might promote a summer boo to winter boo status Whoa. if they are worthy. But normally you cut summer boo because they weren't shit to begin with because that's summer right, trash. Like right. yeah. you, don't, you don't keep summer yeah. on. Do you, um, do you, are there, have you ever uh, overlapped on the winter and summer boos? Like, have you been like, you take a break during spring, you're like, you know what? I'm going to get back with winter boo in the summer. Oh, no, no, no. You, you can't never, do that? No, no, no. Every summer, new pair of shoes. You guys missed it, but she did a arrow with her finger. Right. So that's part of the, oh, no, you no. didn't. But okay. 
So, they don't they don't overlap, they don't connect. You they it, don't. Just like, you know, okay. going around the sun, you need a new cuffing. rotation. And now So cuffing season is um Halloween is the ultimate playoffs of the cuffing yeah. season because playoffs. you go to the the Halloween party with your potential winter boo and if that kicks off and you know like you're drunk and naked by the end of halloween <laughs> that's it but see that's halloween it. is a is a risk though too because i i actually hooked up on halloween back in 2000 when i was mm-hmm. 12 and uh <laughs> and i uh, remember it clearly that the girl that i made out with when i saw her without her costume was a totally different person yeah but she's saying you go to this party with, with you already person. know this person it could be a com- uh, two but things i've right? met you a lot of people on halloween them. too like halloween was my halloween christmas when the, i was younger yeah sure. it is the it is the epoch of hookups yes right because that's why you More get so that stupid costume Eve because everybody's with their winter boo by that time yeah or they're like really ready they're <laughs> single cool when they're you single say it's boo. getting cold you know they're they're trying to figure out who to actually hook right. up and shack up with for the winter so they're making their best look and people actually start to lose weight for halloween to get into these outfits so like i'm telling <laughs> are you are people still doing the the naughty uh costumes it's worse than ever dude. really it's worse, really it's worse than i need ever. to get out more what's, huh? gonna, what's your costume this year you got one you know what? Slutty no. activist. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I actually put uh, ropes and knots all over my body and like handed in there. I was just like, I was just naughty. Oh, oh yeah. So, nice. Oh, that's good. I'm, we I'm should mention kind of... too, if I could, Melissa was just the MC for the entire Women's March mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yes, awesome. it was it was the Women's March Chicago that was a push for the midterm election. Yeah. So it, it normally would be in January in response to um, a primary election, but this was to make sure that we got the votes out yeah. for midterms that actually affect our local and state governments. Awesome. Yeah. Have so you... we can enjoy slutty Halloween costumes. Yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. And I was for just sure. like, you know, maybe I could dress as an angry white woman and yeah. get a job <laughs> get afterwards. A job <laughs> and just screw up the whole elections. Right. A slutty Handmaid's Tale costume. Oh, Why is there not one of those? The ironic. ironic right. Because yes. black women already went through that, so I could just <laughs> literally go as myself. That's true. Are you uh, are you looking to cuff up permanently? Like, are you? Do you want to get married and have kids? Absolutely not. I want no. so absolutely okay. not to getting married. I definitely want to have kids, and I okay. don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think yeah. that a committed partnership can be just as fruitful in co-parenting. Um, I would love somebody too much to marry them. To be honest, <laughs> I think I think I love deeply. Um, I'm I'm single currently. I I had an amazing summer boo, and oh man, nothing better than like dating a DJ for the summer because oh, wow. it's just like you leave the end of the relationship with great music and possibly an STD. But I'm still <laughs> figuring that out. That happens with comedians too. I know, so and I'm like, man, 33 years old, living the life I've lived, and I'm surprised that I'm STD free, but also very blessed. But the the odds of that happening are so high. Yeah. And I'm just like. I'm doing Apparently, great. it's not that high, according to my doctor, because I tried to get that true Veda pill, the yeah. anti-AIDS pill. He's like, you're not active enough. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. No, I just do more butt stuff. Apparently. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, really? yeah, I do more. He said, you're not doing enough butt stuff. I wow. do. I do actually. Um, so I, I tried um, Tinder for the first time. I was in a five-year relationship. It was it, it, it did not come out to fruition, um, but still a beautiful, beautiful human being and very much in my life. You long stuff? That's oh, yeah. No, that's we great. co-parented dog together are you kidding oh, like really? please take this lab how, when you did know. that end how long ago april wow april okay. and then um shortly after summer boo. Like, summer boo happens because you need to jump off right and um that ended because it's getting cold like it's just normal yeah. it's like september you're already like 
cutting things off. And so I tried Tinder and um, Bumble and OkCupid. And I'm over here swiping, and I've never done this before. And I've never even, like, it didn't even occur to me to, to get these apps. And I'm swiping, I'm swiping, I'm swiping. I'm like, you know, of all the lovers I've had in my life, if you put their profile pics on these apps, I still wouldn't swipe yeah. right. Like, no, it's a vibe. It's yeah. a feeling. I got to be next to him. Like, yeah, if the fat white guy was next to me and told me a good joke, me lo baja la panty. Like, I'm just <laughs> taking that shit off right there. Like, What is that? What does that mean? Se me baja la panty. Lower your panties? Yeah. I know Spanish. She's so confused. She's like, what? I already That's a weird that. accent. Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's it, I'm literally I'm I'm turned on by so many other things. Yeah, besides, than just a picture. You know, just a picture, and yeah. even so, I'm just like ew, 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 and then I'm like, actually, none of the people I would have dated like I would have right. It's a hard yeah. sell. You only have so little too, but but you you do get a vibe from pictures sometimes. But then I do feel like, and I I am active on on uh, Bumble and Shit. and Tinder now too. <laughs> But I actually promote myself more on there just mm-hmm. to like, I'm like, you might not like me, but listen to the podcast. What's the first sentence on your profile? Like, what's the paragraph? Like, the about me? What's uh, yours? I was just in LA talking to <laughs> Genie. I Words cannot things. explain how much I hate you right now. Um, I was just in LA, but catch me on uh, Lincoln Park, the other douchebag right. part of town. I, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Lincoln Park right now. Um, I don't Paul's know. I'm looking, looking up, up I'm looking at my profile. I don't think I've updated in a You're while. You're like, what bullshit did I put on there? Yeah, I, was I, like, I, I, say, I say attorney, comedian, triple threat. And then the third thing. What's is, the third thing? That's the whole point. So you're I just, so I'm just stupid, yeah. You're so and then stupid. Uh, I said, uh, it says, I just started Propecia in September of 2015. On paper, I sound okay, but I'm meh. Uh, I travel a lot, but Chicago is home. I say travel a lot because sometimes I would use Bumble yeah. when I'm like sitting bored yeah. waiting at a show in LA. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to miss sell. And people would be like, oh, you don't live here. I'm like, yeah, I don't live here. And then I and then at the end I say all pictures were taken today, which is there's pictures of me as a kid, so right? Oh, exactly. Okay. Pretty funny. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can get past the first page to actually see yeah. the rest of your pictures, because then that joke doesn't land. Well, I so. think a lot the of setup is flawed. some women on the site are going to see attorney first, and they're going to be like, "Oh, Ooh, money!" You know, yeah. they are. Um, I say, I, later in line, I didn't read the whole thing. But I said former attorney, so oh, you did? say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. And then comic, and they're like, comic, now he's broke. Like, yeah. Well, in L.A., as Ken Gar, we talked about him mm-hmm. before, He did when he first did the podcast, he said he doesn't even put that on in L.A. because oh, it's, it's like everyone's right. in. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it is, it's funny here, too, though. Um, I have my friends who are girls who say... Um, women? women? Your friends that are women? women? Well, I don't want to say girlfriends because it's... Uh, yeah, my, you my friends. Say women. Are you friends my, with 12-year-olds? My lady friends. Anyway. My they're women, Paul. They're women. They're my not female-identified friends. My friends you, who yeah. are broads. Uh, no. <laughs> I would friends, actually... Broads is okay I know, with you me. like that. Anyway... The point of the story Not is girls. they'll 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 send me pictures of guys who've taken pictures on on the Laugh Factory stage. Like mm-hmm. this guy says he's a comedian. I'm like, no, he's not. I don't know. Who he <laughs> is. He had a guest spot. I did. mean, but you didn't even know that I was a comedian, and literally you have opened for me. <laughs> Listen to me. I did know you were a comedian based on what they told me, but we weren't friends on Facebook. So no. I friended you on Facebook because yes, really. we had a lot of mutual friends. But then. I had, a, I had a show last night, so I didn't get to see your page to be like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. I just trusted Jeannie. Uh, As you should trust Jeannie. <laughs> well, more you. so. Shout out to Ken Gar, who's my, uh, my yes. mentor and the very first person who gave me a first guest spot five minutes, two days after knowing me in front of 300 people at Joe's on Weed Street. And always, always, always a gentleman. Never once. Uh, I've been lucky enough. I have to say, as an as, as activist and MC and super supreme feminist, I've never encountered 
one male comic that made me feel uncomfortable or unsafe. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Not once. One, well, one, one extremely that. racist, but yeah. not unsafe um, and also very supportive. And that's I've been awesome. always elevated by the men in the industry who knows and um, appreciates w- women in the yeah. industry and they want to lift them and make sure that they have room. Right. Literally passing the mic. Ken so will lift you. women, but he will shoot down men uh, that's why we love he was, I was like i thought you I were gonna give lift a shout women out then hernia i do want to give a shout out to ken gar who was there to witness my worst bombing in my yeah, life in, in LA. la if you could stop talking about la because <laughs> I, I gotta go home no 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 <laughs> I, well you brought up ken so i yeah, want to make sure and we were talking about before the the sentence since i brought up la he was there and he was like how'd that go like right after right. i know it's, it it's, it's reflective how'd you feel yeah and that's the thing about no, white but men he did it yeah. knowing no but this is the thing about white men and i i appreciate i've dated two white men and and i've never had such a calm argument in my life and I'm Puerto Rican all I want to do is fight (laughs) all I want to do is start an argument and they're just like Melissa I see your aura is a little (laughs) off and your vibe is just a little funky do you want to set up a a shared calendar meeting on Wednesday to talk about your feelings I was like <laughs> are you? Are, are, you said you dated two guys uh, that are white, and you also dated DJ. What are what are the guys that you date? What what are the types of guys that you uh, go out with? Well, um, they 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 do run the gambit, really. Okay. Like I, I, so DJs and no, you seem musicians. very open minded. I'm I'm super open to everything. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm a magnet for everything really? because like I'm so ethnically ambiguous. Yeah. People kind of get duped. Well, you're also you're also super cute and outgoing. Like you shine. You you do. You are like have a great personality. People are going to be attracted Thank to you. You, you know. Yeah. And I drink the potion. I look twelve. <laughs> so drink, like I I attract yeah, you. Do. Yeah. yeah. I look 12, but I, I date a variety of, of men um, and women. And so it's been it's been interesting these last two years, just really discovering what my soul needs sure. and as, I, as I mature as a person and um, go deeper in my spirituality. I'm deeply connected to people who are deeply connected with themselves, like finding people who are doing this, yeah. you know, doing their own work on themselves to calm things like jealousy and insecurity and all those things. So, um, you know, mostly it's, People who have things in common with like music, dancing, food, um, exploration, travel, those kinds of things. Have you dated other uh, people in the same field as you, whether it's act, being an actor or a comedian or an activist? On accident. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> okay. just out of convenience so we could see each other. Yeah, yeah. Nobody all. that has a schedule like mine. And if there are, sure. yeah. like, I really appreciate the intentional time that we make because sometimes it's like I got an hour between eight and nine or like, hey, you right. want to do a dirty lunch? Let's, let's get it in. Yeah. Is that Puerto Rican food? What no. is that? Like, what is get a dirty in lunch? Get in where you fit in. I know what it means. <laughs> let's, we call let's, those nooners. So, <laughs> when you're like looking at tender then or bumble, whatever it is. Tender, that, not tender. Oh, Pe- just making sure you, you're confusing guy, people with your tender, accent. You know? This guy, I'm going to push him off his chair. When you're lo- using those apps, it is sometimes hard to like connect unless there's a good picture or a bio or something that stands out to you. But have, you had never done that before until recently, right? So. Right, and I still have yet to like actually have a drink. I don't, I don't yeah. even want. So you've to. never you met up it? with anyone on those. Not, no, okay that's how new that. I am, and yeah. that's okay. how hesitant I am to like. I'm barely starting conversations in the inbox and in the DMs, and I'm like, this is boring because like twice already the men have gotten straight to the point. So are you here for hookups or are you here for relationships? Oh, really? Straight to the point. I'm like, are you here for, for hookups? And like already. That's what like, people what ask. Like, women are very uh, straightforward on that too. On uh, 
but they were like, are you here for marriage? Or, you, or what's your 401k like? Well, more, are you more, filing taxes this year? Yeah. Well, more asking like if you're just here, sometimes if you're just here for a hookup, mm-hmm. then that's not what I'm looking for. I, and this probably sounds terrible to say, but if a man is asking it, it's like, oh, if you're not here for a hookup, then maybe not. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. if women end. are asking it, they don't want it to be like this. Meaningless they've just, thing. what I've experienced is that they've, a lot of women are finding guys who are dickheads yeah. who are like, oh, they're really? for a hookup or they're like married. That That yeah. is happening uh-huh. more than mm-hmm. often than not. And I jokingly said one time with a girl that I'm like, oh, my wife is going to kill me. And they're like, what? And like, I like yeah. set off something. I was like, oh my God, I was totally kidding. I'm sorry. It was no. inappropriate. No, but that's it was like funny. It, it's real and it's traumatizing because sure. what's happening now is that there's this conversation around open relationships and polyamory yeah. that are happening right now because of the, of the age that we're living and that queerness is taking such a large umbrella term about how to deal with relationships so polyamory and openness is um is something that is being used as a guise or a ruse for men to actually just have multiple women yeah. at the mm-hmm. same time so when when there is a question about oh i'm in an open relationship or i am married and looking to have or seek something like a unicorn where that you invite a, a person into a relationship. A unicorn? Is yeah. that the term? Yeah, I feel wow. like I'm schooling y'all right now. Yeah, you like, are. Right. So this is I've never this heard is, that. This is actually what's happening is that things like Tinder and um, Bumble and, and a couple other apps that are more specific to that kind of relationship um, position, it's very scary to actually believe a man when he says, I'm married, but we're in an open relationship. Sure. Or I'm married and she is okay with this. She's in California. Right. Or LA. Right. And let me talk to her. Yeah. Let me talk to her. Yeah, I was like, okay, no, let me let me see what's going on. Are you involved in polyamory? Is that something that you open relationships that you had been on in whether it was your five year relationship, your DJ or anything else? The last two years I've been invested in um, open relationships and or polyamory. They're not always the same thing okay so um and also also just whatever we decide as a as a partner so like if i find somebody that's interesting and like we have a conversation about monogamy then that's what we're gonna do if we have a conversation about open relationships and that's what we're gonna do gradually as we set up our primary foundation and then have transparency along so the when way you, so when it's you, so hard is that like just like seeing other people is no it's, it's not it's actually being invested in a and a foundation with one person okay. and that and that you that you act as a couple in having okay outside relationships but they're not outside that you bring them in so like there's a couple forms right of what that looks like so that looks like maybe one person seeing two people but those two people know about each other okay. and they know that this person is um, invested in both relationships and that there are shifting in between right. sometimes there's a there's a situation where all three of them might be actively dating each other and that oh, and that's wow. the movie that I'm in right now it's called Two in the Bush and it's specifically about a relationship where they invite another person in wow. which is premiering in NYC on October 26th and 28th. That's so fantastic. But in yeah. going back to what you said, I'm sorry, the open, correct me if I'm wrong, but polyamory is where you are invested in multiple people, whereas the open relationship or the unicorn situation, as you called it, mm. is it's kind of like the two people are on the same page and this other person is just almost just uh, like a, like a, a plaything almost. No, in a you way. didn't say that. An no, open I'm asking. The relationship doesn't that... always have a unicorn and evolve. That's no. A, yeah. So what is. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, 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 um, when, 
so let's say somebody's been married, you know, there's the, the idea of swingers. Yeah, sure. right. Let's okay. take the idea that yeah, we yeah. know b- way back then is right. like swingers, right? Swingers, mm-hmm. they just have sex with, you know, other they, people, they're open. But they're committed people. to their one relationship. There's no like a deeper uh, mm-hmm. connection is what I understand about swingers. Th- there is no deeper connection. If they're an open relationship, mm-hmm. one of the other is dating someone else polyamory is like Mul- we, you're multiple. invested in multiple yeah. people right yeah. so that's kind of what i said except yeah. the unicorn well, thing is or poly- uh, yeah it, polyamorous and and it's it's not it's not the same as like oh the next conversation is like am i getting married to multiple people that's no right. i understand yeah, no we've had polyamory yeah. guests on here and they've 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 described it to us um yeah. and i get it um i i i always like i'm skeptical but then again any relationship is kind of yeah, like skeptical. I can't believe skeptical. you're skeptical of that. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just think I, that. Because, I mean, I'm very traditional and I'm yeah. not, I'm not judging anything. Mm-hmm. I just, for myself, not sure if I would ever see that working. I can totally yeah. see the benefit to it and why people would choose that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I would think you would be open to something like that because you have a hard time. Well, for for me, sure. when it especially when it comes to things like Tinder, like there 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 is an option right now that says non monogamy. Okay. And um, really, I didn't know that. So yeah, put does, it in there. Does oh. not just mean a hookup. It means that you're non monogamous. Yeah, that 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 non monogamy is now the term being used on these social media platforms and apps to specifically say I am not going to be exclusive, wow. and so you need to be okay with being open, right. or you need to be okay with like that me on my app right now. <laughs> like dating, and and that's a conversation, right? Like sure. I, I think yeah. that I think that one of the harder things that I'm um, running up against is the idea that. Um, in order to actually feel like I'm dating somebody for a while and things are going great, that now there's a definite pressure to have a very clear conversation yeah. is if we are monogamous and exclusive. And that is just so uncomfortable because it takes away from it. I mean, uncomfortable and also great because it takes away from um, things growing organically. Yeah. And if things are growing organically and we don't have that conversation at any time, someone can say, oh, we were never dating or we're not right. in a relationship. Or like, why are you feeling a particular um, protective way about me yeah. um, when I that was never the setup of our relationship. So now like there there are several conversations that have to be had now because of all of these different right. forms of relationships. And it's really messing me up in For a way. Sure. <laughs> and it's not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think it gives people a chance to be really honest without mm-hmm. having to feel like um, ashamed of it or like not ashamed, but I guess I'm just thinking of you, if that's what you are really going for and you're dating, you're like, when do I bring that up with somebody? You know, mm-hmm. like that this isn't, you know. I think it comes, na- I mean, at least for me, when I've gone on dates with girls who are with broads, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, it comes organically in the sense where at some point you get to a physical relationship. And it, maybe it's because I'm older too, where you kind of like are like, okay, it's uh, it's almost practical in a sense too. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're having sex, it's like, well, wait a minute. Did this person just have sex? 10 yeah. hours ago and speaking and it is yeah. weird yeah and it's a safety issue and i ran up against sure. that this oh, with, right. with, with summer boo Bigger. and i was just like oh i found out about somebody that you were actually like sleeping with for a whole year and you didn't tell me and not yeah. that I, you need to know all your business but for safety reasons i need yeah. to know your business and speaking abroad like it's exhausting trying to make sure that you are one 
um, accepting of yourself and allowing another person that kind of intimacy with your body. Like, I, I'm a hypersexual person, and all of my material, all of my shows really revolve around, like, the awkwardness in sex and, like, meeting somebody new. And right now it's exhausting to me to yeah. actually, like, have to every single time explain to somebody new or, like, yeah. discover their body, something like, don't new. Don't touch shave, my nipples. Or, you know, or, like, <laughs> man, now I got to wax again. And I'm like, or... You know, I'm meeting somebody new. It's like, do they like body hair? Do they not like body hair? Yeah. Am I supposed to have this nipple hair right here? Like, do I give a fuck? Should I just like set a standard? Like, should I set a hairy standard and work my way backwards? But you are absolutely right. Anytime you're starting to meet somebody and going through that whole process is exhausting. And then when you have all this onto it, it's like, Christ. Yeah. No, it is exhausting. Do I put it on his face on the first night? But you also... (laughs) Because I was just like, again, let me just set the bar. Right. You got to be, yeah. you got to be down with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It, and that's a thing like, and uh, when I was, when I was talking to friends of mine in LA, yeah. I want to just point that out. <laughs> the same thing we were like, and one of my friends said, cause he was on the podcast before and he's like, he goes, I deleted all the apps. It's just, it's just, a, he just found himself um, spending so much time yeah. on there. And it's almost like a game where you're just kind of like swiping. And that's like, I have no intention of meeting 90% of these people. Right. Um, but you know, then when you do meet someone, whether it's organically or on an app, then you're right. You have to like, be like, well, shit, like now it's like you have to start over on the Mm -hmm. physicality and also just like the same story. Like, Mm -hmm. especially for someone like you who has like multiple things going on. They're like, wait, you're an actor, you're a player. How do you, and then you have to be like, it's almost like you just want to like give them like a a bio, a, a bio. Yeah. be like here these are the basic questions so don't ask me <laughs> yeah. these anymore. I've been an asshole and just be like Google me. I do. <laughs> I actually like, yeah, just Google me. That's funny you say that because mm-hmm. I've I when people are like I don't understand why you're single I'm like just listen to the episode where Jeannie interviews me on the podcast <laughs> and if you still want to talk to me by all means because right. Jeannie. Uh, 90% cock block me in that podcast. <laughs> right, with right. Basically, I'm, I'm just, just going to let everybody know how much of a, you know, yeah. well, what's up with standing. you? Is you that, can swear. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Are there, now we talked about what you do, what you do date. Are there like uh, deal breakers for you where you're just like, all right, I am not, this is, this I can't hang out. Like yeah, I can't like, deal well, with that. Other than yeah. myself, <laughs> what are their deal breakers for you? I mean, I'm sure we've had people talk about politics. Obviously that's a yeah. big one nowadays, but are there anything else yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say because I've dated my deal breakers. And really? Yeah, I've da- I've dated my deal breakers again because, like, again, I, I who am I to say who I should or should not be energetically, or romantically, or sexually attracted to? Because no matter what, a, a, a person's um, belief system and what they believe and what they project in their political views aren't often in conversations with how they act in the world and how they move in the world so and how would, they treat people. You would date a Trump supporter? <laughs> I, I absolutely would not date a Trump okay. supporter. So it is a deal but, breaker. So, so at that t- you know, at for those particular parameters, like I do believe that if your political systems inform okay. how you move in the world, yeah. then sure. there. But I often, it's often the case that like maybe I meet a Trump supporter um, who is in line with certain conservative views because like that's yeah. the party. Well, there's so a difference. Hard, there's know? a difference between a Trump sure. supporter or yeah. people who yeah. voted for Trump. I think right. there's a huge difference You're there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do know a lot of people. I have dated people who voted mm-hmm. for Trump who are not supporters mm-hmm. of him. And you're just right. like, okay. I, I mean, in, in or vice again, versa, on paper, on policy. paper, I'd say absolutely no. But if you give me great head and you cook for me in the morning, <laughs> who am I to deny 
myself to That's those kinds true. of pleasures and like i might date them i'm not gonna marry them i'm not i'm definitely sure. not gonna rear a child if with them can, i'm not gonna procreate with them but i'm not gonna deny especially myself eggs. some great head and scrambled eggs in the morning because we know i love eggs right especially if they do the what is the spanish term for the panty if they say me bajalo panty did i say it right <laughs> no, no that's great. Doesn't, guys can't say it anyway <laughs> you um Melissa, we are out of time. Is there? Uh, where can people oh, find no. out more about you uh, and, and what do you have coming up? Well, can... currently I got a new website. So MelissaDebray.com is where I'm posting all of my upcoming events and shows. I am the director of production at Free Street Theater. Currently, it's a historic social justice theater company. It's been around for 50 years. What's the years. website for that? freestreet.org so we have shows coming up and next year we celebrate our big 5-0 so that's really beautiful work nice. that we're doing there in the city and um, of course I've been working as a comic and actress actor um, and I have a my third solo show Sexomedy 2.0 The Second Coming where we're going to be talking a lot about these things of like sex oh, and relationships in 2018 because Sexomedy was premiered five years ago at Joe's and it talked a lot about like binary heteronormative yeah. stuff and this is going to be a lot queerer kinkier sexier and a whole lot of fun and fun, i'm taking yeah. some of the best of from sexomedy and bringing it into today so that's going to be november 11th at joe's on weed street you can find those tickets at mikeyo.com or melissajupre.com or sexomedy2 at bpt.me Awesome. All and right. then your movie too that you're in. Oh man, Two in the Bush is just taking over the indie fest, like all nice. of the LGBTQ awesome. um, indie fest. So it's going to be in New York at the end of the month. Um, it's just premiered in Seattle. Um, it's going to be in Minneapolis, and the next few, the next leg is coming back here for the next year's uh, Real Chicago cool. and awesome. Fest. We're trying to get into those. Awesome. And maybe Sundance Tribeca. Are you awesome. hearing me, Robert De Niro? I'm black <laughs> and awesome, and you'll love me. You are totally awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Melissa. And thank you uh, for everyone, me. please check thank her you. out. Um, also, thank you, Jeannie, for being yeah, as difficult. Yeah, you're, you're, look, can I just say how fucking awesome Jeannie Dugan is? Because like, if you oh. can make your life interesting as a mediocre <laughs> white woman in Chicago, I'm you're making magic. Oh, do not pat her fucking ego right oh, now. I have the to. Worst. I have to. I just patted 100,000 women in Zico and be like, you're doing the right thing. Go march. Thanks so much, Jeannie, for being here. Uh, thank you all for listening. And like I said before, please, please subscribe to us. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year wait we don't even have a thousand why am i on here no why are we on here it's good we have a thousand listeners but somehow for some reason people don't subscribe all right hate mail